Good morning, everybody. Um, welcome to um, SACPA. We have today with us on YouTube Live our speaker, uh, Mayor of Lethbridge, Chris Spearman, who is in his second term of office as mayor here in Lethbridge, Alberta. Um, along with 30, 38 years of business experience, Mayor Spearman devoted 18 years to service on the Holy Spirit School Board, which include, included two terms as board chair. He's also the founding member of the Industrial Association of Southern Alberta, which, is, which was established in 1983. Chris is passionate about environmental issues, support, supports practical solutions and believes in continuous improvement. His employment experience includes 10 years working with the IOS 14001 Environmental Management System and 13 years with IOS 9002 Quality Systems. Chris, it's really our great pleasure to have you today here with SACPA and um, we look forward to what you have to tell us about the community responses, the community in Lethbridge. Okay, and thank you for joining me today. First, I'd like to start out by thanking and acknowledging the hard work of the people who've been guiding our city through this pandemic. Our, our emergency task force director and the EEC team. Our first responders, our police, our staff enforcing bylaws, communicating and maintaining community safety. Those in our city supporting their neighbors. Those who are supporting community organizations with donations of time and money. The South Zone has 26 cases of COVID-19, which is 2% of the Alberta total cases. As of April the 8th, there were nine cases of COVID-19 in Lethbridge. Four of them are active and five have recovered. While this is one of the first virtual presentations I've ever given, I'm sure it won't be the last. The uncertainty we currently find ourselves in is something very many are struggling to come to terms with. I hope by talking with you today, you may feel a sense of comfort in knowing that while the length and strength of this pandemic is unknown, our city and our community are coming together while staying apart like never before. As a brief overview, here are some of the topics I'll be talking to today. A timeline of the pandemic and the city of Lethbridge's response. How we're working with the experts to determine our course of action and what measures we're implementing as a municipality. How our community is working together to find ways to help us get through this together what the potential economic recovery may look like, and how we'll get there. And a few highlights of things our residents and community members are doing to help brighten our neighbor's day. When COVID-19 entered the borders of our province, it had already been on the minds of the city's emergency preparedness folks for some time. These types of incidents are what we prepare for and work and planning had already taken place to best prepare our city for this pandemic. The timeline on the screen shows exactly how COVID has played out in our city. 
On March the 12th, our Emergency Coordination Center, or EEC, was activated. This center comprised of, of trained, knowledgeable professionals who are staff of the City of Lethbridge. It does include first responders, senior management, subject matter experts, and everyone in between. They meet daily to discuss the current status of the pandemic and put a local focus on what needs to be done in our city. You'll see the EEC, or this ECC, jumped into action as did the pandemic, as the pandemic escalated. So did their precautions. Precautions like closing all recreation and culture facilities, which have helped us significantly limit the opportunity for early spread of the virus. A state of local emergency was declared on March the 18th, which allows the city to access additional resources, in particular resources to support our vulnerable populations. It also enables local authorities the power to execute special orders in accordance with the Emergency Management Act. On March the 19th, the decision was made to close City Hall to the public and the promotion of online services and our 311 service were highlighted. As the weeks have gone on, our approach to preventing further cases of community transmission has been a top of mind and top priority for our city. All measures put in place are to prevent this from occurring. We've now moved from asking those who access our transit for essential trips to reserve their ride by 4.30 the previous day. This allows transit to keep operating for the many people in our community who use and to get to their medical appointments, the store to purchase groceries, and those who are still working. We know the many changes put in place may seem over-precautious, but I cannot stress enough how keeping people at home and physical distancing is important to keeping everyone in our community safe. The message of staying home, practicing good hand hygiene, and physical distancing are taken directly from our experts at Alberta Health Services. Our Emergency Coordination Centre works directly with the provincial government and the health experts at Alberta Health Services to ensure the messaging and information we provide to you is accurate and timely. Every day, the City Manager sends an update from the ECC to City Council and we are briefed on any changes to the local pandemic situation. Those are regularly followed with press greetings and uh, information to the public. One area that the city is working on is addressing the loneliness of being experienced, experienced during this isolation period. For many in our community, the simple daily action, interaction with their loved ones or neighbors may be stalled and we're identifying ways to help those folks feel connected. There are many organizations working together to address these issues and more. Approximately 16 subcommittees have been formed to tackle everything from loneliness in our elderly residents to how to remain active outdoors safely for families and our youngest residents. Programs launched in just the last week include looking and supplying respite workers for those not-for-profits who have been working double time to care for their clients. 
This was done in conjunction with 5th on 5th Youth Services and Volunteer Lethbridges and is experiencing great success. Another program is one that completes wellness checks on those who are physically distancing or isolating alone. This campaign focuses on individuals who may feel disconnected, lonely, or isolated during the COVID-19 crisis and is being coordinated by Volunteer Lethbridge with support from the CMHA, that's Canadian Mental Health Association, Alberta South Region. Verified volunteer community members are paired with the lonely community members to receive a friendly wellness check phone call on a regular basis. Volunteers are screened for criminal record checks and provided with basic training as well as information on resources and referrals to appropriate organizations. One other incredibly helpful resource that has evolved is the work being done by an organization called Help Seeker. The City of Lethbridge has been working with the community to identify all organizations and businesses that are providing supports and services during the COVID-19 crisis and list them in one location for ease of use. At this time, the City has been able to work with dozens of organizations and businesses to update their information or add it to HelpSeeker, a website that has been used by the social service community for the past year. By creating a searchable tag for COVID and opening up the ability to list supports and services to the general community, this resource is helping to create the most comprehensive list available by encouraging those offering services to populate the site with their information. These are just some of the programs and organizations working together to help with the social aspect of this pandemic. Mental health and well-being are a very important part of getting through this together and we're grateful to have the support and expertise of these groups and organizations. On Monday this week, City Council heard a presentation from a group who has joined forces to focus on the economic recovery of our city in post-pandemic time. This newly formed group of key business stakeholders presented their short and long-term plans to help the business community throughout the COVID-19 pandemic and into the recovery period. In their role as the stewards of economic strategy for our community, Economic Development Lethbridge and the Chamber of Commerce were quick to form a key group of stakeholders to engage with. I invite you to look at our City Council meeting of Monday, April the 6th and see their presentation. The Lethbridge Region Economic Recovery Task Force was formed after initial discussions with a wide range of industry groups like Lethbridge Construction Association and representation from all three levels of government and a range of lenders. It's very encouraging to see how nimble and supportive our business community are of each other. Some of their key findings and recommendations included moving forward on infrastructure projects that create jobs and keep the economy moving. During that same council meeting, motions to proceed with projects like uh, the community pavilion at Nikiyuko Japanese Gardens and the redevelopment of Third Avenue were approved by Lethbridge City Council. City Council looks forward to seeing what opportunities and areas of support 
we can continue to offer this group and to our business community as we move forward with recovery post-pandemic. One area I'm very pleased to speak to is the way in which our community is working to band together, safely of course. We are hearing stories of children using sidewalks outside their homes and their front windows to write messages of support and encouragement to others. It's the simple and beautiful things that we can bring and joy and light to your day. And we certainly appreciate the many sources of joy in our community uh, that others are showing right now. One family in particular has been a source of light in their immediate neighborhood. The Lyle family, pictured here, have taken to creating large signs to encourage and uplift their neighbors. Their home, which backs onto Whoop Up Drive on the west side, has proudly displayed this sign during the pandemic. Courage, my friends, is a shortened version of a famous quote by Tommy Douglas. Courage, my friends, is not too late to build a better world. Lastly, I'd like to re-emphasize some of the important messages our provincial health partners and experts have been communicating. This weekend is often a time of large family gatherings and I urge all of you to observe those traditions with just your immediate household. I know this is a difficult task for many, but it's imperative that we limit social interactions and do our part to stop the spread of COVID-19. Now that most of the travelers have returned home, the big challenge ahead of us is making sure that community transmission is limited. Listen to the experts, be informed, and ensure you're getting your information from factual and credible sources, not social media. The city has put together a single web page with everything we're doing from a municipal standpoint, plus some provincial, federal, and World Health Organization resources as well. You can find all of this information on lethbridge.ca slash COVID-19. Please remember to stay home, practice good hand hygiene and physical distancing. Wash your hands regularly, avoid touching your face, maintain physical distancing, our future belongs to each and every one of us. Every action makes a difference. This weekend, please use virtual means to connect socially. We will get through this together, but only if we all take responsibility and do what we can to adhere to these public health messages. It's our responsibility to maintain a healthy community. I want to again thank everyone for doing their part. And lastly, I'd like to re-emphasize some of those important messages our provincial health partners and experts have been communicating. At a time of frequent social gatherings, please observe those trans uh, traditions with just your immediate household. So we wanna make sure that everyone's participating everyone's responsible, that we all keep separation and we all maintain healthy hygiene together. So let's do it together as a community. We've been doing a great job, but let's not relax now. 
the next few weeks are the most important few weeks if we want to limit the transmission of COVID-19 in Lethbridge and area. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor, um, for your address. I am just looking to see if there's any questions coming in. Um, and currently I don't see any questions, but I do have a question for you. How are you? I'm doing well. And City Council is doing well. We're being responsible. Uh, usually when there's updates to City Council, I'm the only one in council chambers from city council. There might be one or two. We maintain our physical distancing. Uh, the city manager is there. We have someone from communications and our city clerk. And most of the rest of council is uh, then joining us electronically uh, for the regular updates. Uh, we want to make sure that we're providing the leadership and providing information on a timely basis to our residents. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, I'm just looking to see if there's any other questions. Um, I don't see any right now. Um, several people have thanked you for coming here and, and speaking to the community in this way. And SACPA certainly thanks you for doing that. Um, ah, Laurie Schultz, has the provincial funding allocate, allocation to municipalities in the province of provincial budgets been paused or put on hold? At the moment, uh, provincial funding is continuing. Uh, we had a regular um, meeting on Wednesday night with municipal leaders across the province. The Minister of Municipal Affairs hosted that meeting and they will be happening on a weekly basis. He said that the Municipal Sustainability Initiative funding will continue for 2020 at this point. So uh, that funding has not paused. And so uh, we will be continuing to plan uh, for capital projects, which will keep our economy going. Thank you. Um, now we have a question from Mark Goodall. Any idea how many presumptive cases there may be? That would be uh, an, a question for Alberta Health Services. Right now, uh, in our area, we're about 2% of the uh, provincial total of cases, so one would think that would apply to presumptive cases. Uh, the big challenge, as I've said, uh, now that the travelers have returned, is making sure that we maintain our physical distancing and present the community transmission of COVID-19. Thank you. Um, I'm going to ask other folks to pipe in with their questions if they're um, ready to have some questions for us. Um, I've noticed that in the downtown core, um, I walk everywhere, and I've noticed in the downtown core that you no longer have to push the buttons to uh, get the pedestrian crossing. Um, will you implement that, or will the city rather implement that all over the city, and would that Actually, that's a great feature. Would that stay after all this is over? Well, we're learning to do things differently as a result of the pandemic, if, if it's a successful situation. And it'll depend on traffic flows and pedestrian flows. Uh, I think different intersections have different characteristics, and those will be looked at on a case-by-case -case basis. But we have been experimenting with non-touch uh, 
traffic uh, signal changes for pedestrians and I would expect that will continue to grow if it's a successful program and to date it appears to be just that. I will comment okay. on an area that uh, I didn't have in my presentation and that is the payment of utilities and taxes. So uh, that also is an important municipal uh, issue and the City of Lethbridge recognizes that there are people struggling in our, in our city. Uh, people who are beginning to miss paychecks, people who are no longer working, who previously were working, and we recognize that families are challenged. Uh, the, pr the provincial government has led the way, to their credit, saying that uh, people can defer the payment of their utilities and they're encouraging uh, municipalities to defer, uh, to allow residents to defer payment of their taxes. Uh, we certainly are sympathetic to that and uh, there would be no interest penalties or costs uh, for deferrals. Uh, the recognition though is that ultimately you would have to pay your utilities and pay your taxes. Uh, there's, there isn't a free ride being offered by the province or uh, they're not encouraging municipalities to uh, provide forgiveness. And when we examine it, uh, in my presentation, I did recognize the great work that's, being happening, that's been happening by our uh, emergency response team. All those people have to be paid. And in order to maintain a safe community, we have to have employees doing uh, critical work to keep our community safe. And that's what your taxes are paying for, uh, to have those people in place. Uh, we have to maintain that. What the city's done is they've, we've, uh, just recently approved an extended line of credit of up to $60 million, recognizing that some residents and some residents m and some businesses may not be able to pay of their utilities and their taxes on, a, on the regular schedule. So the city will be incurring the same expenses uh, and maybe more during uh, the pandemic. But ultimately, uh, those people will have to be paid and the taxes and the utilities will have to cover those costs. So if you can pay your taxes and utilities, please do so. And if you can't, please make arrangements and let us know uh, that uh, you'll be encountering some difficulties and uh, it will certainly allow some deferrals, but ultimately you probably, and say almost, in almost for sure, you will have to pay those taxes and utilities by the end of the calendar year. Thank you. We've got quite a few questions coming in. Um, Mark Goodall asks, any idea how many people have been tested here in uh, Lethbridge? Again, that's a question for Alberta Health Services. I can't answer those questions in uh, the details of, of testing are really uh, a health matter, so I would suggest that that information be directed to Alberta Health Services. Thank you. Um, Cliff Peterson asked a question, asked the question, how is homelessness, how is the homeless being housed? We basically have three uh, areas of housing. So one of them is the, f is the former homeless shelter, which is now basically an, an intox shelter. Uh, people who have, uh, who have been using, uh, or basically people who have addictions are being treated at the, at the former homeless shelter. We've opened up the uh, 
Lethbridge Senior Citizen Centre for other people there being accommodated there. And for those who require uh, physical isolation, they're being accommodated at a local hotel. Good. Thank you. Um, Timothy is asking, and I think Timothy is from the Lethbridge Herald, um, any provincial hints about potential stimulus projects in Lethbridge? For example, the um, exhibition expansion. Municipalities have been asked to uh, submit uh, stimulus projects to the provincial government and we have uh, certainly been encouraging uh, those that are shovel ready. In other words, the, the plans, the designs must be ready to go. Um, the Lethbridge Exhibition Project is one that would be looked at. The emphasis from the province is going to be on projects which provide lasting economic uh, stimulus going forward, quality jobs, and ones which will help regenerate the economy. So one of the advantages we have in the city of Lethbridge is that we have a diversified economy largely based on agriculture. And anything we can do to create assets which support additional economic development in agriculture, provide quality jobs for agricultural processing, and make sure that there are opportunities for the local uh, farming community to grow products which would feed new industries certainly would be looked upon favorably. The government is very definitely telling municipalities that the projects that will be funded going forward are the ones that become economic catalysts. Another one that would, would be important to the city of Lethbridge would be the airport. So. Uh, between the, the exhibition project and the airport, and we believe those two projects are linked. You can't have a successful uh, facility at the exhibition without a successful airport, and we believe that economic development at the airport is one of the paths forward for economic development in the city. Thank you. Um, there's a follow-up question here from Maureen. Um, um, about the homeless people, have, do they have to be outside all day or is there somewhere they can go during the day? The challenge for our homeless people has always been a place where they can have meaningful daily activity. And that's one of the, uh, one of the challenges in our city. Of course, people who must be self-isolated cannot go out into the community. Uh, but uh, certainly those people would be using our streets and using our parks in the same way that any other people would otherwise. Thank you. Is there a testing center? Beth Mandel asks, where can we get antibodies for COVID be tested? Um, I'm not sure. I'm assuming she's meaning, is there a specific testing center? Uh, in the messaging from the province, uh, the, the Provincial Medical Officer of Health last night expanded on uh, testing. So she said testing would be expanded in Alberta, uh, and they've identified the at-risk groups that would be tested first. So I would encourage you to look at the, watch the daily updates from Alberta Health Services for those, uh, what, what expanded testing might look like and who would qualify. The message has been consistent to go online and do the self-test first online and the information that's supplied in that self-test will be used to prioritize future testing. Thank you. 
Um, Laurie Schultz asks, would you expand on how the emergency housing in Fritzig building is working and the use of a regular, the use of the regular shelter? Uh, very difficult for me to expand on the details. My understanding is uh, there's roughly about 40 people at the uh, regular shelter, which is down from what was normally about 90. But then there's about uh, 20 to 30 that are at the uh, Lethbridge uh, Senior Citizen Center uh, being accommodated. Uh, about it, you know, anywhere from 10 to a dozen in, in uh, isolation at the local hotel. And some others have gone, uh, there, there might be some in encampments around the city. That's, uh, as the weather gets warmer, there's risk of uh, encampments uh, being set up. So uh, there are some uh, challenges. We're not sure where everyone has gone. And uh, we know that we're accommodating fewer people than used to be at the, at the shelter. Some may have returned to their own communities, uh, but uh, that's, that's all the information I have. Good. Thank you. Um, I understand, Laurie Schultz wants to follow up again. I understand lots of homelessness questions. I understand that the main shelter is a, show, a sobering shelter. Will this be a post-pandemic service? And is this part of the treatment pillar and i think she has another question on the treatment pillar which i'll ask at the same time and would you comment on the impact of the pandemic on the treatment pillar are they on hold has provincial provincial funding been paused at all to my knowledge the provincial funding has not been paused and again this is an area beyond municipal responsibility we have advocated for this service Alpha House from Calgary is now operating the Intox Center, which is located at the former homeless shelter. So it is a safe sobering site. The idea is to get people uh, to safely recover uh, when they have been using uh, substances and ultimately work with them to get to transition them. My understanding is about uh, 15 individuals have been uh, transitioned to uh, independent housing or supported housing. Uh, we also are, are working on uh, pressing the provincial government to move forward with the $11 million project that was approved by the provincial government. We're hoping to see that in construction, but in, in the short term, uh, there are opportunities to place people into uh, safe housing, and we're using those and making sure people remain connected to services so that they can ultimately recover. Thank you. Um, Ari uh, asks, do you agree with BC Premier John Horgan that health screening at our borders and airports need to be addressed once we move into any kind of recovery phase? I think uh, that uh, is important. What I have seen, and I am not a health expert, is frequently with past uh, pandemics, there has been a rebound about six months later. So I think we always have to be vigilant. And I want to emphasize I don't have expertise in that area. I'm sure uh, Premier Horgan and uh, Premier Kenny will get 
recommendations from people with medical knowledge, our provincial medical officers of health, about what the best practices should be going forward to maintain the overall health of our entire population. Thank you. Um, Moira, um, thank you for the answer on my question regarding the daytime use um, or if, if the homeless are um, um, on the street during the day or if they have their place to go. And she says, I'm not sure from the answer if homeless people have an option on inside during the day, given that the library is shut. That's correct. So the, the library, uh, people have been hanging out at the library. All I would say is I would strongly encourage any organization that has an interest in providing meaningful daily activity. Uh, so I would say other than the library, I think library is great that some people would go there, but we want to make sure that people can uh, get the skills, can have regular contact with people who can refer them to services they might require. That service does not exist in the city of Lethbridge, and I hope one day soon it will. Thank you. Um, Colleen asks, are there any further anticipated closures of city services and or departments? Well, we look at it day to day and we look at the risks and we make assessments. And if we see that there are risks, so uh, yesterday we put out messaging about how people should pass each other in a public park. We recognize that as the weather gets warmer, more people will be out using our parks in the city of Lethbridge. We're blessed to have great parks, but we have to use them in a safe manner. If lots of people are using the public parks, and we certainly want to encourage that, we want to make sure that they are staying safe and that they're maintaining physical distancing and making sure that the risk to spreading COVID is, is minimized at every opportunity. So we'll continue to assess uh, issues as they're raised and we may have to curtail some services, but we're looking at the broader health of the whole community. Uh, we're not trying to make everyone's life miserable. We're just trying to make sure that everyone is safe. Thank you. Um, Beth Mandel uh, has a question. What's happening with the safe consumption site? Again, that is a an area of provincial responsibility. Um, a number of things have happened. Uh, we, uh, we're waiting to see what the province will do. And uh, at the moment, I have no further information uh, following uh, the report that was issued about six weeks ago and uh, the audit that uh, is supposedly taking place. Thank you. Um, Carol has asked, why are some people being isolated at a hotel? Have they been tested positive or are they, or are they awaiting treatment? They've been identified by Alberta Health Services as, as people who require isolation and we are following their recommendations. Okay, um, um, Ari has thank you 
for answering his question and for being on here. I don't see any other questions in uh, our chat feed. Now there is a bit of a delay, I've just asked again. Um, is there something else you would like to include that um, you think might be important to mention? I think we'll be providing regular updates as the situation evolves. I can't stress enough how important it is to maintain uh, physical separation. Please don't break the rules. Please don't think that you're an exception. Uh, our biggest risks over the next uh, four to six weeks are that people uh, get bored, begin to feel complacent, and then uh, if, if this begins to spread in smaller communities, uh, like Lethbridge and uh, surrounding areas, it will be very difficult to, main, to uh, suppress and maintain the health of the community. It's so important that everyone take this seriously and everyone accept responsibility to keep our community safe. Thank you. Um, one last question from Colleen. Can you speak to the possible to possible further layoffs of city personnel? Not at this time. Um, certainly, we will receive uh, recommendations from the city manager. We want to make sure that people are are uh, have meaningful work to do, uh, not make work, but meaningful work. And uh, I think we want to uh, ensure that if people are going to be laid off that we do it in a way that makes them eligible for the federal and provincial programs that may be available. Well, we've got some questions still trickling in. Um, Knud uh, Peterson, could you talk a bit about the economic task force led by Trevor Lewington and Cindy Foss? My understanding is that there are about 30 organizations uh, participating all with different aspects uh, and expertise in the community. It's great that they're collaborating together. Their first presentation was to City Council this past Monday, as I referenced. And uh, certainly I would encourage uh, people to listen to their presentation and watch it on the city's website. Uh, we expect uh, that their work will continue. There will be the short-term uh, recovery, and there will be what can we do in the long term? What can we focus on? Uh, to make sure the economy of Lethbridge recovers and continues to be a positive place for investment. Thank you. Um, we've got um, several thank yous. Michelle J Day specifically says, just a thank you for balancing a future vision, such as projects and airports, etc., while in such a historic time. And Bev Mandel also thanks you and asks if you could repeat the Lethbridge COVID website address and thank you for being on SACPA today. Hey, the Lethbridge website address is uh, lethbridge.ca slash COVID-19. Lovely. Thank you. Oh, yeah. it's, it's important to continue to invest in our city and uh, investor confidence is going to be important. Uh, it's important that we support each other. It's important that we support small businesses. I think uh, one area where I neglected to mention was those businesses that are remaining open, that are making a point of being safe and keeping their customers safe. Uh, those businesses that are clearly marking what physical separation should look like those that used to provide in-house services that are now 
providing those services at the door. Uh, the people that are supporting our community organization as well. Uh, th those, that are, uh, those that are shut in, those that have uh, risks through uh, low uh, uh, resistance, uh, physical resistance to, uh, to illness, uh, people who are supporting them. I think uh, we've had like 4,000 volunteers um, identified, 300 drivers providing uh, services to shut-ins. Those are wonderful things happening in our community. Let's make sure that we continue to support each other, continue to support local businesses and uh, those who are helping to sustain others in our city. Thank you. Um, we have one last question from Carol. We keep having last questions, eh? But they keep sort of <laughs> coming back in. Um, does the mayor know if any senior facilities or lodges have residents with the virus? And or would Alberta Health let the city know if and when this occurs? Well, in uh, provincial um, updates, they have been identifying specific facilities. I'm not aware of any facilities in Lethbridge where we have residents with the virus at this time. And I believe that our seniors' uh, residences are putting, uh, our con continuing care facilities are putting measures in place to protect their residents. So uh, you may find that visits to uh, con continuing care facilities have been restricted. And uh, we want to make sure that uh, we always keep the community safe. And Hopefully, uh, people will be taught, and then that can be challenging as people are older, how to use electronics to communicate with their families. I recognize that's a problem. Uh, but for all of those out there, um, anyone who's helping to make the situation better for others, thank you. Uh, thank you uh, to everyone who's making their lives better. I know there's, uh, there's businesses in the city that are also uh, assisting uh, Black Velvet, um, producing hand sanitizer for our first responders and looking at ways to expand distribution of, of hand sanitizer to keep everyone safe. We're anticipating there could be shortages of, of supplies and those businesses that are making supplies available to those in our city who are most at risk, uh, that's certainly appreciated. I don't know if you understand what it's like to be uh, a first responder, and, and I struggle to explain this, but they're going to uh, every situation in the city, never knowing if they might be exposed uh, to COVID-19, um, and then may have to self-isolate it in, if they are exposed to that um, accidentally. There are people on the front lines at retail stores who are feeling nervous. Uh, hundreds of people coming through a day, uh, every day, uh, and they're never knowing uh, who might be infected and whether they might themselves get infected. The people who are working in our hospitals, in our care facilities, who uh, are at risk and may not know uh, if someone is infected for several days after they've been with them. So to all those people, you're expressing, you're basically exhibiting bravery, community service, and uh, helping those in our city um, who require that, that help. And all we can say is thank you. Um, and we would like to thank you for coming here today and for um, being on YouTube live stream so that um, many people can look, uh, look in and listen to your address today. So thank you very much. 
Um, and that will be the end of our presentation. And thank you for everybody online for participating today as well. Great. Be safe, everybody.